calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Let's Get Civical. This is the podcast that breaks down politics, government structure, and dives into the context of current events, but in a super fun way. I'm Lizzie Stewart, comedian, feminist, and political junkie. And I'm Arden Walentowski, former Senate intern, campaign staffer, and political strategist. In this episode, we're talking about Lawrence v. Texas. So grab your constitutional right to privacy. And let's get civical. Do you want to say hi? Oh, I will say hi. Hi, everyone. You say hi. Hi. Hi, everyone. How's Hello. it going? How is your Wednesday? Oh, my gosh. You're such you, – you, I love when you get, you get into, like, mom zone. How was <laughs> your week? How was your week going? Did you How like you the doing? lunch that I packed you? How is everything going? Did you like going? your sandwich? Do you like your cosmic brownie? <laughs> oh, God, I love a cosmic brownie. Oh. I mean – there is Cosmic. nothing in that but MSG and paste, yes. and it is delicious. Yes. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's a perfect uh, dessert. It's a perfect treat. I used to take all of the like, um, you know, little what are what are those things called? Those that were like on gigantic. Top? Oh yeah, those like gigantic chocolate sprinkle things. Yeah, the, the the sprinkles. I used to take them off of one side and put all of the sprinkles on the other half. So I would then have the plain half first. And then I would have the sprinkle half that oh I created God. for myself. And wow, oh wow, was it amazing. That's crazy. Like a double chocolate fudge on that one side. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. Exactly right. But welcome back to Let's Get Civical, you guys. I'm Lizzie Stewart. And I'm Arden Walentowski. And, you know, I did, I, I wanted to laugh because obviously last week we did our Juneteenth episode 
And I think the day after it aired, it became a federal holiday. (laughs) I know. It was really, really, you know, of the moment. Finger on the pulse. Like, I had a meeting. I was supposed to have a meeting for work with a federal employee. And she emailed me that morning and was like, I'm not working today. Biden just signed this law. I'm rescheduling our meeting till next week. And I was like, yes, great. Bless. Bless. Take it off. Take it off. Amazing. So that's an update. Um, Once again, finger on the pulse, this podcast. Um, But Juneteenth is now a federal holiday, which is so exciting and obviously so appropriate. And it is still pride. Still the month of June, still Pride Month. And because of that, we thought that we would sort of do what I consider to be our favorite thing in the world. And that is look at a Supreme Court case. Yeah, yeah. And talk with, you know, my nemesis, the Supreme Court of the United States. And so today we're talking about Lawrence v. Texas, which was a landmark LGBT ruling like before a Burgerfell. Yes, but also not that. I mean, like, yes, before, but it was decided in 2003, which is insane. Not as before as you would think. Not as before as you would think, considering what this case is about. Like, yeah, this should have been decided in the 50s. Like, it's so stupid. Mm hmm. But I'm excited to talk about it because I had no idea what this case was about. And it's I'm glad that we did this. I am very grateful for Justice Kennedy. He like kind of made it his mission to make sure that not only was this case decided in the correct way, mm-hmm. but that it overturned a previous uh, court case that had been decided by the court not that long before this was decided. And uh, that was, you know, bas- basically gave permission for gay people to like, have sex with their partners. Right. Right. That made that not a crime. Crime. Right. Which is, um, which is insane. Yeah. Insane yeah. that it was a crime before this moment. I mean, it's insane and not insane. It's, it's completely U dot S dot for this to be what it was. Oh, it is completely U dot S dot, S dot, S dot. But, uh, uh <laughs> it's the USSR, um, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> you know what? It kind of feels like it in this court case. Well, sure. I mean, yeah. the idea the idea that, like, what you do with your intimate partner has, the, anybody's has anything business. to do with the law right. is insane. Is insane, but it yep. did. It did for a very, very long time. Very long time. Yeah. So let's, I think. Let's dive in. Jump our, in. Our sources are, it's a short list today. Mm, but it's a good one. It's a good one. It's Britannica and oh yay, oh yay, oh yay. I mean, our like literally our best friends. I yeah. feel like that's this is why I love doing Supreme Court cases is because I feel like we just we get we get the girls together and we're like, ladies, mm-hmm. talk to me. And it's just us and oh yays, <laughs> just us and oh yay. <sighs> the only one that I was sad that I couldn't use because I, I it didn't pop up was history.com. I feel like. If we had history.com on here, it would be a full well-rounded. It would be a, it would be a full house. Night it would be out. yep. Correct, correct. Well, let's talk, I mean, let's just get the overview. Who is she? What is she? What is Lawrence v. Texas? So all of this is coming from Britannica and Oh Yes. So Lawrence v. Texas uh, is a legal case in which the United States Supreme Court ruled six 
three on June 26, 2003, that a Texas state law criminalizing certain intimate sexual conduct between two consenting adults of the same sex was unconstitutional. So this is, this is bananas that we thought that like what two people, two consenting adults are doing in the bedroom has anything to do with the constitution. Or is anybody else's business? Or is anybody else's business? I mean, considering that Benjamin Franklin is one of our founding fathers, that he would have wanted all of this to be okay. This is not what he would have intended. Oh, Stallion in the sheets. Mm -hmm. The result of Lawrence v. Texas was that sodomy laws in a dozen other states were invalidated due to this ruling. And the decision overturned the court's ruling in Bowers v. Hardwick, which was in 1986, which had upheld Georgia's similar sodomy law. So basically, the Texas law that this is challenging effectively made, quote, sodomy um, illegal, unconstitutional, a criminal act, which again is crazy. Gay rights groups hailed the verdict as a historic day in the evolution of civil rights in the United States, whereas conservatives, oh. I know. I feel like we could have used a different word here. Yeah. Castigated? Why that word? I don't know why that word. It looks like castrated. But it does. It's and it sounds like castrated, but it's castigated. Yep, but it's not. It's, it's not. not. Conservatives uh, didn't like the decision and <laughs> called it a sign of the country's moral decay. Of course, we're yeah. decaying before our very eyes. So the question before the courts, the question that the Supreme Court justices had to consider in regards to this Texas law was, do the criminal convictions of John Lawrence and Tyron Garner, so the two men who were found to have, to be engaging in criminal acts under the Texas, quote, homosexual conduct law, which criminalizes sexual intimacy by same sex couples, but not identical behavior for different sex couples violate the 14th Amendment's guarantee of equal protection of the laws. So it's basically like, is it unconstitutional to criminalize an act between two people of the same sex that is not criminal between two people of opposite sex? Right. (laughs) Tell me, SCOTUS. Mm -hmm. Continuing on to the questions, do their criminal convictions for adult consensual sexual intimacy in the home violate their vital interests in liberty and privacy protected by the due process clause of the 14th Amendment? And then secondly, should Bowers v. Hardwick, that Supreme Court case that upheld Georgia's law, be overturned? Yeah. And I just feel like overwhelmingly, yes, but I yes. can't wait to hear what those three dissenters have to say. Oh my God. So good. I already kind of have a sense of who they're going to be, but I'll say that. Oh my God. Do you know what? Shocker beyond shockers. Antonin Scalia upheld the sodomy law. Just, of course he did. I know. And I bet I'm Clarence really... Thomas was like, absolutely correct. Absolutely upheld correct. Upheld it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, who's the third one? I couldn't guess who the third one is. You know what? We'll uh, save it. Well, I want to oh, be surprised. Oh, oh. I want to be surprised. Okay, I great. I want to be surprised. Great. So we're just going to talk a little bit about what is the Bowers case, because the yeah. one that Lizzie's, Lizzie's mentioned is decided in 1986. This is the one that Lawrence v. Texas overturned. So in Bowers, 
Michael Hardwick was observed by a Georgia police officer while engaging in the act of consensual homosexual sodomy. I don't, I don't love, I I don't don't love. No. It's uncomfortable to have to say it like that, call it like that. That is the, how they legally are referring. Yes. To this. They were having sex. To justifiably having sex. They're having sex. having sex. So please know that when we, when we use the word sodomy, it is because it is being used in this sort of legal term. Yeah. Not, not our term. No. Not our somebody, term. Not our term. We don't support the term. There's a lot of, I think, negative connotation around this term. And I think it's it's gross. It's gross. But and again, hate, this is how I, it was used in the court of law, unfortunately. Yes. yes. So this Georgia police officer found Michael Hardwick, saw him having sex with another adult in the bedroom of his home. Unclear to me how this police officer is seen. Oh, sure. This, this peeping Tom police officer who <laughs> right. I guarantee like, you was gay. A hundred percent. A hundred percent gay. Why else uh-huh. are you peeping into men's homes? <laughs> <laughs> so funny. It, like, this is what's bananas, is that literally they were in their bedroom. They were in their bedroom. And this peeping Tom is like, ah, a crime. <laughs> it's crazy. I will save it's the crazy. world from this crime. Absolutely not. <laughs> so insane. So after being charged with violating a Georgia statute that criminalized sodomy, Hardwick challenged the statute's constitutionality in federal district court. Following a ruling that Hardwick failed to state a claim, the court dismissed. On appeal, the Court of Appeals reversed and remanded, holding that Georgia's statute was unconstitutional. Okay, Court of Appeals coming through. Coming through, coming through. The divided court found that there was no constitutional protection for acts of sodomy. Just. Just. I just. It's just, just sex. It's sex. It's sex. It's sex. It is sex. sex. I mean, you know, that's it's sex. That's what it is. Yep. It's not. Yeah. No. But yeah, I mean, like, there's no constitutional protection for acts of intimacy in your own home. There isn't even for straight people. So, like, what the fuck does it matter? Well, only the gays. Only the gays engage. You know? Oh, yeah. In, uh. Oh, yeah. An unconstitutional sexual behavior. Oh my god. I did it last night. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Go off. I love I love unconstitutional sex. It's so good. (laughs) Lawrence v. Texas watch so you could run, honey. (laughs) Oh my god, that's so good. What a good line. Oh my God, sprinting. So the divided court found that there was no constitutional protection for gay sex and that states could outlaw those practices. Justin Byron White argued that the court has acted to protect rights not easily identifiable in the Constitution only when those rights are, quote, implicit in the concept of ordered liberty. The fuck is ordered liberty? I couldn't, I couldn't even tell you. Where is ordered liberty? No. What, did we order her? Is it seamless? She, Where is she? she? Got, it's Grubhub. We got her on Grubhub. Is she 45 to 55 minutes away? She, yes. She's on a bike. Jesus Christ. Or when they are, quote, deeply rooted in the nation's histories and tradition. Do you know what else oh. was rooted in our nation's history and tradition? Slavery. Slavery. Slavery was rooted in History People and tradition. Not, women not being able to vote. Exactly right. We only use our nation, what's rooted in our nation's history and tradition when it's about uh, denying people something. Yeah. That's, that's when we use our history and tradition. It's so convenient for us. I know. I love it. <laughs> the court held that the right to commit s- sodomy did not meet either of these standards. Justice Byron White feared that guaranteeing a right to sodomy 
would be the product of, quote, judge-made constitutional law and send the court down the road of illegitimacy. So he basically was like, if you let gay people have sex with one another. What else will happen? SCOTUS will no longer exist. It will be invalid. It will invalidate the court. Imagine. Imagine. So funny having had sex last night and SCOTUS is still there. SCOTUS is still standing. SCOTUS is still fully standing. Fully standing. Which is crazy. Standing. It's fully almost standing. like it doesn't matter who you sleep with. It's almost like it doesn't it's matter. It's almost like it has no, it has nothing to do with the court. It's almost like that. It's almost like that. It's almost like that. It's almost like that. All right. So we've just talked about this sort of pre-case that um, Lawrence v. Texas overturned. We talked about Bowers. So let's talk. Let's talk about Lawrence. Let's talk about the the details of Lawrence versus Texas. So on September 17th, 1998, police officers in the Houston area responded to a reported weapons disturbance at the apartment of John Gettys Lawrence, who was a medical technician. The complaint came from a neighbor who told police that because of a domestic fight or a robbery, there was a man with a gun going crazy. I just feel like this person is homophobic. And let's find out if I'm right. Police entered the unlocked apartment with guns drawn. (laughs) The lack of a warrant did not figure into any of the subsequent litigation because you truly can't just enter an apartment. Once they were inside the apartment, police found Lawrence engaging in a consensual sexual act with his companion, Tyron Gardner. So it's important to note that both of these cases involve two consenting adults. Yes. In the privacy of their own homes. Yeah. It's not like these these humans were out and about. They're not doing it publicly on a beach. They're no. they're literally in their house. They're in, in their, their bedroom. Yep. And police, not once but now twice, have invaded the privacy of these adults. Yep. Obsessed. Obsessed. Police, of course, arrested both men held them in custody overnight, and then charged them under a Texas criminal statute that that forbade, quote, deviant sexual intercourse, end quote, between people of the same sex. Sorry, but straight people have deviant sexual intercourse all the time. There are some straight people I know who do some kinky ass shit. And I, they do some crazy, crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. shit. Some wild things. Wild yep. things. They were tried, found guilty, and fined $200 each. The neighbor, who had earlier been accused of harassing Lawrence and with whom Gardner was also romantically involved in, ooh, I know. triangle. Salacious. L- later admitted he had been lying. Pleaded no contest to the charges of filing a false police report and served 15 days in jail. So, I mean, good thing that he got arrested. Yeah, that dude lied. Yeah, you can't lie. <laughs> Like, not an ally. The Lamba Legal Defense and Education Fund, which was a national legal organization dedicated to gay rights, took up Lawrence's case and appealed it through the Texas court system on the grounds that it violated the Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment, which obviously prohibits the states from denying, quote, to any person within its jurisdiction, the equal protection of the laws and a similar clause of the Texas state constitution. As expected, the plaintiffs lost at each stage with the courts relying on Bowers v. Hardwick, which like, I don't, 
I don't blame the lower courts no. for sticking with this because because the Supreme Court set a precedent with Bowers v. Hardway. Yes, the lower courts are doing what they're supposed to do, which is they yeah. they uphold the law, they uphold the law, they uphold the law. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you know, SCOTUS made this mess, SCOTUS has to clean up this mess. Mm-hmm. Lambda, the legal defense representing Lawrence, believed, however, that after the Supreme Court's favorable opinion in Romer v. Evans, which voided an amendment to the Colorado state constitution prohibiting laws barring discrimination against gays, there was a good chance that Bowers would be overturned. So like within this 10-year period or 10 to 15-year period between Bowers and Lawrence coming to fruition, SCOTUS is like starting to be like, wait, maybe we... Maybe we sucked it up. And maybe discriminating against gays is unconstitutional. Maybe. Shoot. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe we... Just maybe. Hmm. Maybe we blew it. Maybe we, maybe we maybe. blew it. Maybe I don't need to care about who people have sex with. Maybe we should be concerned about police... Barging into people's homes. Seriously. Without, it is crazy to me. Without cause. It, without cause. That in all of this, these two instances are both, are both, like, we know it, they happened because police were like, hey, you having sex over there? What are you doing? In your house? In your bedroom? In your house? Are you, who are you sleeping with? Is that Disturbing no one? No. Absolutely not. Like, through the window. Excuse me. <laughs> your pardon i beg your pardon god. Some oh my god you put that lube away sure. oh my god Hysterical. hey wait a second <laughs> you both said yes this is crazy 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 why did nobody ask me crazy so leading up to scotus the justices ended up accepting the case on december 2nd of 2002 and heard oral arguments in march 26th of 2003 so yes. this happened i mean it took, a, it took a second for it to get there because this happened in 1998 and then in 2003, it reached SCOTUS. Yeah. It took like, like officially. Yeah. It took four-ish four years. years. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break for a little word from our sponsors. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch. 
And organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. So now we have the facts of the case. We've got the details. So we know about the... (laughs) the court case in question that they're trying to overturn. So let's talk about the ruling. Let's talk about it. In conference, five justices, John Paul Stevens, Anthony Kennedy, David Souter, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and Stephen Breyer voted not only to, not only that the Texas law should be struck down, but that Bowers should be overruled as well. So they're striking down. Correct. So they're striking down the state law that said, Two people of the same sex having sex with each other is sodomy and a crime. Mm -hmm. And then they're Mm -hmm. also striking down this earlier Supreme Court case that also said the same thing. Right. Well, because I feel like if you you can't you can't do one and not the other because then it doesn't make sense. Do you know who did Sandra Day Mm O'Connor? Sandy. 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 Can't you see (laughs) your decision? That doesn't make any sense because. If you if you're saying that this Texas law is should be struck down, how can we then th- then what is what is the reason for upholding Bowers? Because that is a, it is effectively the exact same. It is an identical law. Yeah, I that think, they were upholding. I think I put it in there. What okay. her okay. what her um her reasoning was. <laughs> Sandy, lay it on me because I'm yeah. not with you. I'm not, not with, with you, babe. No, I don't get it. So Sandra Day O'Connor agreed with the first part, i.e. that the Texas law should be struck down, but not that Bowers should be overturned. While Chief Justice William Wainquist and Justices Antonin Scalia and Clarence Thomas, again, shocker of all shockers, shocker, shocker, um, shocker, shocker. would have up- upheld the Texas law. So they didn't think sure. that Bowers should be overturned or that the Texas law should be overturned. Sure. As the senior justice in the majority, Stephen ha- Stevens had the authority to choose who would write the majority opinion, and he chose Kennedy. It, which is so weird. Why? 
I don't know. I guess it's not that weird. But you, you would, I would, I would think that like a, a Ginsburg or a, I don't know, oh, I just always want Ruth Bader Ginsburg to write, you know, like, I, yeah. like, this just seems like one that she would write, but I guess Anthony Kennedy, yeah, I can see he, it. I, see I, it. I can see once, I think once you hear his reasoning, I think you'll understand why, because he, his, it's, it's very like, I don't know, it, it was not a, it was not a reasoning that I like would have immediately been like, oh, okay, yes, but mm. It, it just was, you know, not not immediately apparent to me, but it I like it and it works. <laughs> All right, I'm loving it. So, I'm ready. okay, so Kennedy's writing for the majority. U.S. courts generally are reluctant to overturn precedents, especially in recently decided cases. Bowers was less than two decades old, and three of the justices in that case still sat on the court. So they're overruling themselves. This is annoying because I'm like, you literally admit that you made a mistake. Yeah. That's what happened. Y'all you guys up. done fucked up. Mm-hmm. You fucked up. Mm-hmm. So let's take some ownership and move yep. forward. Yep. And and the fact that you're, oh no, we can't, we can't look like we fucked up. It's like, sorry, you are nine humans. Mm-hmm. You are nine human beings. <laughs> Y'all gonna make some mistakes. And I have so much more respect for them overturning Bowers yes. and being like, we missed it. We missed the mark. We missed the moment. Apologies. Because the idea that, that SCOTUS is going to get it right every time we already know is false. Yeah. And so what are you going to do? Like keep a, a really harmful precedent upheld so you don't look stupid? Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye with your ego. We don't like that. Mm-mm, no, thank Mm-mm. you. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, gracias. Mm-mm. So Kennedy understood that in order to justify overturning a recent Supreme Court decision, he would have to show that the earlier decision failed on jurisprudence as well as societal grounds. So court reasons and, hey, it's 20 years later. We like gay people now. We we like them. We We like like them. them. We like Uh, you like me. You like other friends we have. Yeah. He began his opinion with a bold statement of the right to privacy. Quote, let's let's start with privacy. Let's start with privacy. First and let's foremost. Let's start with police now watching people have sex in their homes. Yes, let's start there. Let's start Great. With Always that. the best place to start, in my opinion. Yes. Privacy. So, quote, this is Justice Kennedy. He says, quote, liberty protects the person from unwarranted government intrusions into <laughs> a dwelling or other private places. Yes. Yes. Yes, hundred yes. percent. I don't. Yes, okay. Put it that on the flag. Sh- that should be the entire opinion. Yeah, it should just be that sentence. It should just be that. Period. No police in the bedrooms. Ginsburg, Souter, Kennedy, everybody signed it. It's like, yeah, okay, it. this is the best. Yeah, correct. Great. Correct. Great. He continues on. In our tradition, the state is not omnipresent in the home. Great. Yes. <laughs> and there are other spheres of our lives and existence outside the home where the state should not be a dominant presence. Freedom extends beyond spatial bounds. Liberty presumes an autonomy of self that includes freedom of thought, belief, expression, and certain intimate conduct. The instant case involves liberty of the person both in its spatial and more transcendent dimensions. He's literally like, no government in the bedrooms and also no government in relationships. Like, yeah. unless, like, unless somebody is underage and, like, cannot give consent, like, who, right. who, who right. why? Why is this a thing? Government does right. not need to be here. Right. 
After reviewing the facts, Kennedy went to the nub of the case. Thank you, Britannica, for that word. Mm -hmm. The only way that the court could agree that the sexual conduct of two consenting adults fell within the liberty provisions of the due process clause was to re-examine Bowers. He questioned the way in which Justice Byron White, who authored the majority opinion in Bowers, had framed the central issue of the case which he did as whether the Constitution, quote, confers a fundamental right upon homosexuals to engage in sodomy. Like, just so much judgment. Get so out judgy. of here. So, so judgy. judgy. You know so who's judgy. not happy? Probably his wife. Once again, the Constitution <laughs> is not a large document. It doesn't no. confer a fundamental right about a lot of things. No. Uh, I would but like you think the founding like, fathers weren't messing around? They were messing around. They were messing around. A lot of love in that circle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot Lama. of brotherly love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. Kennedy also um, asserted that White's formulation, quote, discloses the, co- the court's own failure to appreciate the extent of the liberty at stake. Kennedy is literally like, White fucked this up. Like... He's looking very yes. narrowly at this situation. Let's yeah. look more it was broadly. A bad opinion. It was a bad opinion. He's yeah. saying it's a bad opinion. Yeah. He missed the mark. Yeah. The very wording, quote, demeans the claim of the individual put forward just as it would demean a married couple were to be said marriage is simply about the right to have sexual intercourse. This is Kennedy. So he's basically sure. saying this act is sodomy for these two people. Then it has to also be sodomy for a married same sex or a married different sex couple like mm-hmm. yeah we have to make it we if if, no, if the gays can't do it nobody can do it uh-huh and that is equal protection of the law That's, that is by definition <laughs> in a 6-3 opinion delivered by one justice anthony kennedy the court held that the texas statute making it a crime for two persons of the same sex to engage in certain intimate sexual conduct violates the due process clause amazing Thank you for calling it certain intimate sexual conduct. It's <laughs> a lot better. I would have loved to have seen the word blowjob in a court Literally. document. Oh my God, give it to me. So good. After explaining what it deemed the doubtful and overstated premises of Bowers, the court reasoned that the case turned on whether Lawrence and Garner were free as adults to engage in the private conduct and the exercise of their liberty under the due process clause. It's literally, is there a, white, a right to privacy? Like, is there a right to privacy? Is there a right to privacy? In your own privately owned home. Yes. And also in general. But like, I, it, I can't, it can't be stated enough no. that everybody was in their bedroom. Everybody was in their bedroom. The, the police were looking in the window. With their binoculars. With their binoculars. Like, hold on. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. Hold on. This is Kennedy talking. Quote, Their right to liberty under the due process clause gives them the full right to engage in their conduct without intervention of the government. Yes. Yes. Get out of my window. The Texas statute furthers no legitimate state interest, which can justify its intrusion into the personal and private life of the individual. That's all Kennedy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Accordingly, the court overruled Bowers. Justice Sandra Day O'Connor filed an opinion concurring in the judgment. Justices Clarence Thomas and Antonin Scalia, with whom Chief Justice William Rehnquist joined, they filed dissents. So, yeah, I mean... I mean, that's that's not surprising at all. No. William, William Rehnquist was the third that I couldn't... Yeah. 
I couldn't think of who would have been the third person. And it him. Man. It him. What a what a bad one to be chief justice on. Seriously. And be in that majority or minority. Seriously. Oh if boy. You, if it's you and Scalia and Thomas? Thomas? No. Honey, you're look wrong left, side look right and say, is this where I want to be? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So continuing on, the liberty protected by the Constitution, Kennedy affirmed, allows homosexual as well as heterosexual persons the right to establish a personal bond with a companion. Okay, personal bond. <laughs> I love this. Personal love a bond. personal bond. She's so cute. She's so cute. One element of which may be a sexual relationship for those who argue that the Constitution mentions neither privacy nor the right of the rights of gays, Kennedy responded that the framers had not drafted the document in specific terms because they did not claim to know, quote, the components of liberty in its manifold possibilities, end quote, but were themselves open, as the court needs to be, to new ar- arguments and experiences. Yeah, yes. literally, I I don't understand anyone looking at you, Thomas, who argues at this point the idea that the Constitution doesn't mention something. Right. It's like, yeah, babe, the Constitution doesn't mention dark money and political fundraising, and yet here we are. Like, right. it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but if, even that's, like if that's the lens in which you're I mean truly I guess to Clarence Thomas's credit he you know says is in the dissenting thing pretty much about everything at this yeah. point because the constitution doesn't mention something it's like how I don't know to me it feels so obvious that the the founding fathers did not create the constitution to be like this is the only these are the only things right. that are protected Right. Just this. Well, and that's ridiculous to think anyway, because that's why we have amendments. Like, they made a process for amendments because they knew it wasn't a perfect document, and then they themselves amended it. So the idea that, like, just because it's not in the Constitution, okay, Scalia, okay, Thomas, like, it's not in there, but we can put it in there if we want to. We have. Alcohol wasn't mentioned in the original document, but yet, you know what? There are two amendments that talk about it. Yeah. It's bananas. It's bananas, this whole, that whole argument. But shout out to Kennedy for literally mentioning it. Continuing on, he concluded, this is Kennedy concluded that the Texas statute was unconstitutional because it penalized only acts committed by same-sex couples, that acts between consenting adults in the privacy of their home is a liberty and privacy interest is protected by the due process clause. And that Bauer should be overruled. Kennedy stated the last point unequivocally, quote, Bowers was not correct when it was decided, and it is not correct today. Go yeah. off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go off. That's literally the only way this you're right. This is the only way this could have been done. Yeah. Because you you literally have to take ownership of the fact that they they got it wrong. They got it wrong with Bowers. There's they no, got it wrong. It's the same exact case. So you can't say like you can't let it stand and then make this ruling. You have to overturn the other ruling. Scalia 
Because we can't, we can't end this episode without just checking in with how he's doing with all of this. Mm-hmm. Dissenting for himself, Reinquist and Thomas accused the majority of inconsistency. The court had refused to, atter- to overturn Roe v. Wade in 1973, which recognized a woman's right to obtain an abortion, but had no qualms in reversing the precedent set by Bowers. Um, I think that's because they actually are saying the same thing, which there is a constitutional right, right to privacy. Right, exactly. Not telling you how to live your life, Scalia, but in fact, they are actually saying the same thing. Essentially, Scalia, like White, did not believe in a constitutional right to privacy in general or its application to protect either abortion or sodomy in particular. But like you can you have a right to privacy to like other thing. You know, it's like a very right. like because it just depends here's on the, the privacy. Thing. If somebody came and like, you know, if there was a police officer like oogling Scalia doing whatever he liked to do in the privacy of his own home. Do you think Scalia would think that was okay? No. No, because um, he's he's a heterosexual male. Right. It is a pick and choose privacy thing, which like, that's just not how the law works. No. I like privacy consistently. For you, but not for you. Like, that'll never work. No. Darling, that actually, that's a precedent that we have been setting, really. Mm Mm-hmm. Scalia dismissed Kennedy's historical analysis, which showed how attitudes towards the gays had changed over the years because he considered it constitutionally irrelevant. A strict construction of the meaning of the Constitution and the intent of its framers would make clear that laws prohibiting abortion, as well as sodomy, were perfectly acceptable. Only a change in the Constitution itself could alter that fact. I think it's interesting because in in some ways I can I can at least see his uh I can at least understand the argument that like however how however society perceives the gays, you know, whether that's changed or not is irrelevant. I'm like, sure, fine, let's call it irrelevant right. because let's talk about the document itself and what the what the founding fathers intended. Yep. And even when you do that, I still think that everybody should have a right to privacy in their home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I'll give you that one. But at the but at the end of the day, right. you still can't tell people what they can or can't do with another consenting person. Well, and like, you know, if the soldiers can't come busting into your house and, you know, live there during a war, as the Constitution does say. Does I mean, say. Does say. It's there. And like, it's there. What? what how do you think it's okay that a police officer comes in and like is checking out what you're doing with your significant other gay or straight. Like what does it matter? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, so many, (laughs) there were other violations of uh, rights in, in both Bowers and Lawrence um, that have to do with uh, how the police handled themselves. But as you, as we talked about, that was not really addressed in the, um, in the than this whole thing, which yeah. I think is, you know, it's like ultimately the, the larger argument is not, you know, how are police supposed to conduct themselves? It is what who has the right to privacy. Right. Um, you know, let's fight the bigger battle for sure. Yeah. But I just feel like it can't be stated enough that both of these cases involved people in their own homes. In their own I homes. I just think it's it's such a it's so gross that it's- we that we 
brought it to this point, you yeah. know, that like two sets of consenting adults both had to, to defend publicly their actions as adults in their own home. Yeah. And like, obviously, like, thank God they did because, you know, it definitely, I think Lawrence obviously not only laid the foundation for, you know, a Burgerfell and, and other sort of landmark LGBT uh, rights cases, but also in a, in a kind of circumvential way, also help upheld like Roe v. Wade. Yeah. Because it's establishing a right to privacy and it's continuing to establish, it's, you know, continuing right, to establish this idea that we have a right to privacy and we have the right to autonomy over our bodies. Yep. So as, as you know, Roe v. Wade continues to be thrown into question, it's not just about overturning Roe v. Wade. You also have to start looking at like other landmark pieces. Case, yeah. That are cases that had to do with privacy. It's like if yeah. Roe v. Wade is no longer legal, is Lawrence legal? Oh. <laughs> A real rabbit hole. Again, they won't Seriously. put me on the court. I've tried. I trust we me. Nobody thinks I should be up gone. there more than me. Give me the gavel. Just oh. This is a crazy question. Does Roberts have a gavel? I think so. I feel like... And when does he use it? I feel like I've seen... Probably just, you know, good morning all. Let's hear... Let's... You you start talking. You know, like, just (laughs) start the... The things. Start the day. We really... Man, when they... When they open back up oral arguments for public viewing, we gotta get in there. We gotta get in there. Because if you we did. both now have cars, we can drive individually. <gasps> yes. To DC, sit uh, there at three I in the morning. Down. And I want to know if he has a gavel. I want to. I want to know. Okay, we're gonna do this. I feel this All is right. gonna be in our future. Yeah. Hopefully, oral argument. I mean, I, I would hope that oral argument arguments could return this fall, but I don't know if they would let them. I don't know if they would let crowds in. Yeah. You know, I can I can see the justices are like being like, all right, let's all go back to the chamber. And then the people like the lawyers are allowed to be in there. But right. no audience. We'll see. We'll Only see. time will tell. But yep. you know that we'll be we'll get in there. We'll get in there. Oh, we'll bust in for sure. But that is the end of our episode. So yeah, once yeah. again, happy pride. I hope everybody is celebrating um, in whatever way you want to celebrate (laughs) have the best time go wild but in the meantime we love you so so much and if you like what you heard you can find us on twitter and instagram at let's get civical you can rate us you can review us you can subscribe to us we love you so so much and we will see you next wednesday goodbye